All right, let's move on to a team that did tanking the right way that had a really efficient tank and were actually pretty shitty last year. They were 6-10 and 10 last year. And now they have this rookie quarterback who was one of the greatest college passers of all time. And they drafted him over Captain America and San, San, I'm about to say San Diego and Los Angeles over Justin Herbert, who everybody is just fawning over now, even though we rewind six months before this, before the draft. And anybody who thought taking Justin Herbert over Tua, we thought was fucking crazy. But now everyone thinks Herbert is the future because he's got velocity. He throws a good ball. And everyone's shitting on Tua. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Well, Tua hasn't produced as a top quarterback, to be honest. You I sure still feel that? like he's – I still huh? – You sure about that? Well, I know you're going to throw some numbers out here, but the eye test don't lie. Sometimes numbers could be taken in a vacuum. Right. That's one thing about stats. Stats don't tell the picture. When someone is looking at a game and they look at Justin Herbert, they see him pop. When you see Tua, you don't see the pop. You know what I'm saying? So, like – See something else. See something else. No, and I don't necessarily – All right. And I know you see accuracy. I know you see pinpoint passes. But you still don't see the pop in the offense. The offense doesn't look explosive. Exactly. And, and, you, and you're going to throw stats, and I know you're going to have stats, but, Steven, you have to also understand, that's one thing with data. And it's part of a lot of NFL teams, all the data analytics and predictions and whatever they use, all this technology. Sometimes you got to just look your eyes and say, okay, what the fuck am I looking at? Okay. <laughs> and be honest with yourself because stats could be deceiving. Okay. Okay. They, if, I, if, I if you that. feed if you feed a computer if you feed a computer the wrong information, it's gonna give you wrong results. Okay. So You're data right. sometimes could be framed and biased towards the result that you wanted to produce. It's just like any experiment. There's there's okay. lack of objectivity. Okay, Mike. You're right. You're right. I won't give any stats. You're right. Fuck the stats, and I hate the nerds too. I love them in baseball. I hate them in football <laughs> because you everything you said is right. So fuck the stats. I won't lay out the stats. I have some. You guys can go look it up on the internet if you want to see them. Well, I won't lay out some stats, but I have some other things for you because you're right. With the eye test, with the eye test, the offense does look like shit. And you know who he's playing with on Sunday, Mike, against the Chiefs, who they covered against, who they had a chance with, and were leading for like a third of the game against the Chiefs. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a list of some players, and you just tell me real quick, yes or no, if you've ever heard of them before, okay? All okay. right. All right, here's the list. Lynn Bowden. Nope. Nope. Matt Collins. Nope. Nope. Mike Gusecki. Probably heard of him. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's been staring up the fantasy league. Yeah. Okay. Ja- Jakeem Grant. Probably heard of him. Mesquite Boy. Texas Tech Boy. I think we've heard uh, Most people haven't. Adam Shaheen. Durham no Smith. Good. DeAndre Washington, we know him. He was the starting running back. He, DeAndre Washington was a starting running back in that game. He had 12 carries for 37 yards. Pretty trash. Malcolm Perry, Patrick Laird, Antonio Callaway. So that list I gave you, Michael, was all of the receivers who caught a pass from Tua Tagovola in that game. That trash-ass roster. Remember, they were tanking last year. And he went 6-10, and 10 and it was a big overachievement. They, they tanked. They got a lot of assets. They used most of them on defense. But Tua, with these fucking players, has gone 4-2 and two 
And now because he loses by six points against the Chiefs, he is a failure because he doesn't have pop. He doesn't throw like Drew Bledsoe. He throws like, I mean, Russell Wilson. You know, he, he doesn't, doesn't throw like Russell Wilson. Like Russell Wilson he tr- he throws Wilson, more like he throws more like Drew Brees. He, he throws more you like know, you know. Yeah, he is. He Drew, throws more like Drew he Brees. Young, he is young Drew Brees, and he throws into these windows. Like you saw these, you heard these fucking receivers highlight out. These guys don't I get. Open, I, bro. I, I, don't his accuracy, his, his accuracy is ridiculous. His accuracy is ridiculous. It's so but ridiculous, the, man. It's but so, he's still, but so also he can't drive the ball. He has to play a short game with you. He can't. He can't stretch the field all the time. He can throws. He throws really good deep balls. Here's the thing. You remember back when Brett Favre, like in the mid aughts, when he used to throw all of those deep balls that it, it almost seems like. For a while, when I was watching Brett Favre, I thought he was lucky. He had some receivers that were just able to catch these deep fades that were like they, they just caught all of them. They caught all of his deep balls. That's what it's like watching to a throw because he throws these passes these these like perfectly placed passes to the back shoulder that are undefendable he threw his very first interception last week he's he has nine touchdowns and one interception this was his first interception it was a 40 yard bomb to jakeem grant and and this it was right in his hands it wasn't necessarily an easy catch but it was for as open as he was or quote-unquote open as he was it was as easy of a catch that you'll ever see in that situation. He throws the perfect ball. He doesn't have pop, but touch is important, man. Touch is important. And I, I, I don't no, think I, I believe that. I'm a firm believer in that. I don't think you're wrong in saying that. I'm just trying to say when you want to move an offense, I feel like he made the better play caller, if anything. That is true. And I don't and think I, I think into that because I think Chan, Chan Gailey. I think Chan Gailey was really good for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan He's the reason with him and Ryan Fitzpatrick, him and Ryan Fitzpatrick for some reason they click. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. seems to know how to call plays for him, even back to his days in Buffalo. So he hasn't. That is not a new connection. That is like an old connection that goes back decades. You know what I'm saying? Years actually, not decades, but yeah. years. You know, so I feel like they have a relationship between play caller and and quarterback. Play caller and six caller. That that Tua doesn't have with him. Right, right. And and I agree with you there. Chan Gailey Chan Gailey's offense looks no different than the Chan Gailey offense we saw as Cowboys fans in nineteen ninety-eight. That was conservative as fuck, even back then, when football was conservative in general. It's conservative mm-hmm. now. Chan Gailey will definitely not be back in Miami next year. He might no, be good for the overall like development and introducing this guy to being a pro because they have handled him very well. And Ryan Fitzpatrick d- does play the mentor role. You can you can see it with him. Uh, mm-hmm. He had a quote when he got benched that was taken out of proportion. But I mean, they're, 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 Chan Gailey might be good as like a bridge coach. You know, like a coach that yes. knows how to acclimate a guy into the NFL, but he's not going to take Tua to the next level. But there's going to be a lot of things different on the offense next year. I mean, Tua is playing with with nothing right now. Nothing right now. He's going to have a different offensive coordinator, and then they're going to have two top draft picks because they have the Texans pick next year. There's a lot of mock drafts that have the Dolphins taking uh, Chig, uh, Chase, 
that receiver from LSU. That's amazing. There's also Etienne. They're basically guaranteed to get either Travis Etienne or Najee Harris. So he's going to have a badass running back next year. So like, it, so for people that want to shit on Tua and say he's not the answer, uh, uh, it's not going to trigger me, okay? Well, I'm just going to say be careful. Be careful about what you're proclaiming in his rookie year with this bare-bones roster when they still have assets next year to completely overhaul it, to put some serious talent in there. And with the way he throws, I mean, watch out. I like Herbert. I like Herbert too. I like the pop. I loved Drew Bledsoe. Herbert reminds me a lot of him, faster. But be careful what everyone says about proclaiming Tua a bust for only going four and two with one loss against the Chiefs with this fucking roster, bro. And that fucking play caught. You know?